Hello and good day everyone, it's Kevin Finkel here. Welcome to another episode of Magic the Final Frontier. This is episode 49. On this podcast, we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Frontier. And my name is Ryan Schwenk, I'm the Japan hobbyist out of Tokyo, Japan. So for tonight's episode, we want to take a little bit of a look forward. So we're going to be thinking about the next set, which actually, do we have a name for the, the upcoming set? I have no idea. I feel like I it's been announced, but I'm not sure actually at this moment. But we just had something, Guilds of Ravnica. Something Ravnica. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be something else with Ravnica. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do not know the name of it yet, but uh, what, what, what we want to talk about is what we're expecting a little bit of what we're thinking might be the mechanics or what might be some of the themes, kind of a little bit of what we're hoping for from the set, what we're hoping for for Frontier. And we're also looking at, there were some things in Guilds of Ravnica, we know that they're going to finish the cycle in the next set, the biggest of those being the Shocklands. So we want to talk about how having the access to the rest of those is going to affect the format. So uh, that's kind of our topic for tonight. You want to add anything? Well, yeah, I mean, the Shocks made such a big impact on frontier that you know i i think it's safe to say you know we should start thinking about it now um just to kind of get a jump on you know what to expect because i'm actually i i knew the shocks were going to make a big have a big impact um i did not think they were going to have this big of an impact on frontier i mean the the amount of decks that have become better just from like the first five shocks is is kind of mind-blowing okay okay so it sounds like ravnica Allegiance is the next set. Mm. Okay. So we'll have to uh, see what that Bolas. brings us. But what that's going to bring us is it's going to focus on five guilds. It's going to be Orzov, black white. It will mm-hmm. be, let's say, Gruel, which is green red. Gruel. Mm-hmm. It's going to have Simic. Yeah, Simic, which is the blue green. It's going to have the. What's the other blue one? Uh, Rakdos. <laughs> There's Rakdos as well. And uh, Azorius. Yes, and Azorius. There we go. So that's also going to mean with it, the biggest thing is going to be those five shocks. So it'll be blue-white shock, blue-black, white-black shock, the black-red shock, the red-green shock, and the green-blue shock. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's probably the thing I'm most excited about. So I've been building a lot of decks with Guilds of Ravnica, and there's so many times that I've been like, hmm, you know, I really wish we had this other shock land. It would make this deck so much better. So... We've yeah. already gotten spoiled with the few Shocklands we've got that I'm looking forward already towards when we're going to have these next ones and what decks it's going to go. So do you want to make, talk about that topic first? Do you mean the expectations of uh, what's going to happen? Like, what do we expect in the next one? Yeah, um, the, the one I was saying is, let's talk first, is we know the Shocklands are coming. That's 100%. How is that going to affect Frontier? So what decks right now can't really work because they don't have the Shockland that will be good in the future? Or will it just be better? Mm. Well, I mean, I, I mean, everything gets better, if you ask me. I, I think the, the three-color decks, the four-color decks, even the two-color decks um, that previously didn't have access to, to play fetches um, will get better mm-hmm. as well. Like, for example, if you wanted to play black-white, um, you know, you have your uh, Godless Shrine now. So what well, black and white, what black and white decks specifically are you looking at? Because I have a few in mind. Um, I think one of the biggest things I've been wishing I had is the card uh, Hidden Stockpile. I think is a very strong card. Really hasn't seen much play in Frontier. And one reason that's holding it back is that 
naturally the card would be good with shock or with um fetch lands mm-hmm. but there was no good way to sh- to shock yourself or to just fetch yourself for black and white before so you didn't have a very good way to build that deck so it made it difficult to do anything yeah i mean that that's one possible deck and i also think like there's a lot of black white decks that kind of want to run that double black and double white and you know that that just makes it a little bit more difficult if you don't have the ability to to grab something turn one or turn two but you know not, do you have some you, more of those decks no i mean have i thought have i brewed up any decks not so much um, okay <laughs> so like, i've actually gone there yeah i mean i'm definitely thinking of i think vampires and zombies are both yeah. two car two um themes that i think could be fringe playable but they really needed you know their black white decks and they could use some extra fetch some extra shock ability there just to smooth out their mana yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, like I said before, I am playing the uh, the Black White Angels. I think there's a Black White Control deck mm-hmm. out there, or you know, some kind of Black White Legendary deck, you know, etc. Et, et, et so, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of possibilities in Black White. I don't think Black White really needed too much because they did have the Pain Lands and they had you know the Fast Lands and they had the uh, what's the other word I'm looking for the uh, Check Lands. But uh, I think some of the mid-range decks would much rather have the uh, the shock lands instead of like the fast lands, just because they mm-hmm. want to be able to get that mana on curve and not have to tap it in. Yeah, so that'll be a little more consistent. I think also the thing that can be forgotten is that it'll activate fat. It'll be able to activate fatal push if we've got access to these. So for some mm-hmm. of those black white aggressive decks, if they can't cast fatal push for hitting something like a Kalidus, that's a big problem for. Yeah. So what decks were you thinking about would get like a, a nice, you know, bump from... So yeah, I was definitely thinking lands. those same ones for black and white. Um, I, I can definitely move on to other colors. I think the other enemy color one that we're getting is the Breeding Pool. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest thing for me with Breeding Pool is all of the teamer decks, the blue, red, green decks. Uh, so the biggest reason that I think this is a problem right now is that a lot of those need green early on. So, for example, if you're an Elvish Mystic deck, you want to have untapped green mana on turn one. So that means you want to have your fetches be able to hit green, and you want to be able to fetch something optimally that's green plus something else. So if I was able to fetch for a breeding pool, then I can next turn play something that's green, blue, something else. So I could play, I know, a Sahili, or I could play a um, a Savage Knuckle Blade. Right now, Mm -hmm. that's not possible. If you're fetching for a forest and playing an Elvish Mystic, you've got green, green, and something else. Um, So not only are they getting, not yet, not only are they getting Breeding Pool, but they're also getting the um, Stomping Grounds. Yeah, Tamer is definitely going to get the biggest bump out of any of the colors, I think. It's been waiting for better mana. It has powerful cards. It did not have consistency. So this is definitely, you know, going to be a, a positive about having all the shocks available to us. I mean, it can use uh, what wooded foothills, and it can use. I'm going to say the maybe windswept heat. Yeah, I think if they wanted to makes sense, most sense because you'll be fetching something that's green and something else. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, definitely the the, the beatdown decks there. I, like I was talking about, Savage Knuckle Blade not really being mm-hmm. played that much. I think he could see some play. Yeah, even without red, I think that the um, the Nullhide Ferox is a card that's underplayed right now, and I would mm-hmm. love to pair that card with blue, play something like Stubborn Denial with it, but that's mm-hmm. not very possible right now. I know there's other people that are talking about wanting to play with uh, Tamar Ascendancy, 
uh, mm. which is the three mana enchant. And whenever you play a creature, I believe with power four or greater, um, you get to draw a card and you get haste. Or say all your creatures get haste. Yeah, all of them get it, regardless. Yeah, that, that card could be interesting to build around. And I think there's some other similar versions to that in Frontier. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the other one so- that I really want to see with uh, again it's a green focused deck is that a lot of the energy decks would be want to be green focused so that you can cast an early attune to the aether but then you want to have blue or red or whatever other color you're going for so being able to have breeding pool have that green as a kind of just an extra to be able to cast a tune and maybe one or two other cards in your deck but then Mm -hmm. being able to be a main deck in red or blue or whatever other energy colors you're going with would be very nice for those so you could do like Tamer Energy, or you could probably do Soul Tie Energy. I think both would be viable. Well, I mean, maybe they're not tier tier one, but I think they'd, they'd be a lot better now that they'd have all their mana available to them. Mm-hmm. So maybe that all right, that so would affect are... like I was gonna say like that could affect Delirium, not only in, I mean energy of course, it could affect mid range control. I mean, Soul Tie has is is really underplayed at the moment. Yeah, I think Delirium too. I mean, they're also looking for those early traverse to the Ovenwald, but they still want to have their their double blue. They want to have their double black, playing Grasp, Kalidus, Languish, all of those things. Mm. Okay, so yeah, that that's all I wanted to talk about for, for the shocks. Well, I was just going to say, what about the other shock lands? So uh, obviously we have other two color. So we have green, red. We have, um, sorry, what are they? One more time. Black, red, and we have blue, white. Mm-hmm. Because we have things like Prairie Stream, but are there any decks that you're really looking for that'll get a buff by that? Anything like an aggressive two color deck? Two color decks, not so much. I think Jund is going to get really good though. You know, we, right now we have the Overgrown Tomb, but this is hmm. going to give us access to everything else. You get the uh, Blood Crypt, and we'll get the um, what's the third one? Uh, Stomping Grounds again. Yeah, stopping grounds. Yeah, that's some some deck that you know you you want to you have a lot really powerful cards and you need to have the mana, you know the mana is key. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, the only the only one I was thinking of is that Atarka will be able to get stomping grounds, mm. so that, that's a slight upgrade for them because currently I think the better version of the deck usually play one forest, and it's generally one of the worst cards in the deck. But yeah. I, I still think the force is definitely right right now because the versions that don't have it struggle on land a lot of time. But with being able to get rid of the forest, that means you're getting rid of one of the worst cards in your deck. You're now being able to fetch for whatever you want. You could even play more windswept pieces if you wanted to. Yeah, I think for the other colors, like it's not so much a huge impact as it's raising the consistency level a few percentage. Like mm-hmm. Abzan already, you know got helped out tremendously by Overgrown Tomb, and adding in a deck, sorry, a card like uh, Godless Shrine will make it, you know, just a little bit easier. Maybe maybe improve that consistency, you know, like 10%, 15% or so. But, but that could be huge, especially if you're thinking of adding more, you know, white or black cards. Okay, yeah. I mean, so that's basically what I want to talk about, is how we can, how we're going to bring balance to the colors a little bit, and uh, how it's going to help out some decks that are struggling right now. So I was also just interested... Any kind of bruise and things that you had been already looking at for, oh, once I had that shock, it'd be so much better. Um, so kind of moving on to my next topic, since we already just mentioned, hey, we were talking about Atarka, they're getting Stomping Ground, but also they're getting a whole set about Gruel. And uh, mm. Gruel's pretty aggressive usually, you know. They're not so much the big, slow ramp. They're kind of the uh, the smash you in the face with nasty trolls and things in, uh, in Green Red. So what are you expecting 
for the set. Do you think that Atarka is going to get something playable? So do you mean like like what kind of cards they're going to get or like the theme or like what I do you mean? mean? Whatever you got. I mean, and spitball for me. Or do you think that Atarka is going to get better with a whole set about Gruul? I think so. Because last time uh, we had, what was it? I think Guild, no, was it Guild? It was uh, Gatecrash, I believe. Uh, they had the, I can't remember the name, uh, where you, the Blood Rush, I believe is the name, where you can discard the card when the creature is attacking and give it like plus plus. So I could definitely see there being some kind of creature pump spell or creature burn spell maybe in this next set. Okay, and you think that'll be playable maybe? Yeah, I mean, if, if you could play a card that's like, you know, two or three mana that has a decent body, but at the same time you can discard it to pump up one of your creatures that's already attacking, I, I mm-hmm. think I think that'll, you know, really help out Atarka. Or maybe not so much Atarka, but maybe like the bigger Atarka type decks, like the big, big red. So we might get... So the other thing that we're probably going to get is they've talked about how we're going to see a planeswalker for each of the guilds that is being controlled sort of by bolus. So we had the two in this guild of Ravnica set and we're being told we're going to have three in the next set. So the two were Veraska running Golgari and we had what was it um blue red with Domni running that. Um so we know in the next set well, we're Zarek, to yeah. see a Domni raid is what we're going to see. And the last time we saw him yeah. he was quite strong as a three mana planeswalker. Do you think we'll get something similar? Do you think we'll still see him on the cheap side, or is he going to be total trash? I think Dami Raid is probably going to be a four-mana card this time around. Oh, I'm hoping they don't. They've made... The last two red-green Planeswalker they've made are both four-mana and both completely unplayed because they were just not good, so... I'm really hoping that they're going to make Dami Raid another three-mana Planeswalker. We haven't seen one in a little while. Then again, Jace was the last one we saw, and that wasn't so good, but... I'm hoping. Uh, honestly, I would also be fine if they just reprinted Domni Raid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. He's kind of too strong, though, isn't he? For Standard or for Frontier? Well, just in general. I mean, I thought that three mana Planeswalkers, I mean, his plus one was basically grab a, a creature, right? It's look at the top card of your library, and if it's a creature, you can put it into your hand. Um, and he may... Uh, I think I know him. Okay, so minus two, I think, is fighting another creature. So yeah. creature you control fights another creature. And his ult is seven for... You can emblem with, and like, everything that wins you the game. Haste and kind double strike like how, uh, and trample. Uh, hexproof, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's a three mana that comes in with three. So, I mean, I mean, we've got lightning strike for him. I guess that doesn't work mm-hmm. if he pluses. Yeah, I guess he would be pretty strong in standard. Um, I I'd, think I'd Frontier, like him. Yeah. In Frontier, he'd be sweet. I actually don't know if he would go into Atarka Red, though, just because mm-hmm. there's such a few... Cre- there's a low creature count in that deck. He'd be good in, like, the uh, Tamer deck, I think. The yeah, he'd certainly go in Teamer. Um, I-, I think he would He'd enable some cool stuff, actually. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't mind seeing a reprint of him. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm hoping for something that's not a four-mana green-red Planeswalker that doesn't do anything, because we've already got two of those in Frontier, and they're very depressing. But but here's here's the thing, though, is that Wizards has not reprinted any of the Planeswalkers for a long time. Like, outside of the the Modern Masters, modern master sets, mm-hmm. like, you're not going to see the same version of that card. Every Planeswalker we've seen since I don't know when has just always been 
you know, like some newer version, it's just a different casting cost. Or I think, um, I think M15 is the last time we saw a reprinted Planeswalker. Which one was that? I can't remember. Oh, Liliana, right? And you know, they were originally going to print Liliana the Veil in M15. What? Yeah, yeah. Do you mean like Liliana Vess? Yeah, well, Liliana Vess. Um, Chandra was a reprint there. Uh, I think a. F- I don't think all of them were though, were they? Yeah, I think a lot of them came from like what M13 or M14, right? Yeah, yeah, they were coming from the the set or two before that. Yeah, and then the Jace was garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but like I said, uh, it was actually said originally when they were planning it, they were going to have Liliana the Veil reprinted in that set. But she was too strong. So, yeah, <laughs> that would have been that would have been ridiculous. So what about the other planeswalkers? Mm-hmm. You said there's two other ones. Yes. We, we so. We don't know for sure. Um, we know that it's probably going to be black-white, and it's going to be blue-white. So black-white is, is probably going to be Kaya, I'm guessing, from the, uh, what do you call sets? The uh, conspiracy sets? Yeah, that's what we've heard. It's probably Kaya Ghost Assassin, and then in blue-white, um, hang on, I'd heard some rumors, but I'm trying to remember what. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what will be there. I don't know who could be... Because they had, like, Esperia is supposed to be dead, right? Yes, Supposedly. so she's definitely dead. Um, that That's the whole Assassin's Trophy, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. And and then uh, there's Lavinia from before, but she could possibly be, like, the new guild leader. Hmm. Well, she was kind um, of the guild leader before. I think the one rumor I'd heard is that they may bring Dovin Ban in. Um, ah. That's someone that we already know is working for Bolas. It could also just be a new blue-white planeswalker that we haven't seen before. We don't have mm-hmm. to have them all be existing characters. Yeah. So should we talk about like what? Because I, I was thinking of like special, sorry, possible abilities for like the blue-white and the uh, the black-white planeswalker. Like what what kind of effects would you like to see that planeswalker have? Hmm, that's an interesting question. So we've seen a few blue-white planeswalkers, and I think they're all at a reasonable power level, with Teferi being obviously the most powerful that we've seen. Um, I I don't have any huge wish list. I mean, if I were to say anything, I wouldn't mind a little bit more aggressive of a blue-white planeswalker, just because I like things that kind of fit outside the bill. Like, I like controlling red planeswalkers. I like, it would be nice to see something that would go along with like a blue-white flyers deck. That would be mm-hmm. neat. But I, I don't have any strong wish list for blue-white. I mean, blue-white's so strong already with Teferi. I mean, I don't want to give them more toys. So I'm, I'm, ho- I'm hoping it's the weak one. I hope it's like a five-mana one. Or yeah, like I'd hope it. for something that would play the opposite end of Teferi. So not a real strong control card. Maybe something more tempo or something more like that. Yeah. Yeah, for black-white, I'm hoping that uh, Kaya, you know, maybe has some... She's an assassin, so I'm hoping she has some kill abilities. Hmm. Maybe like hmm. uh, kill a tapped creature or something like that. It's like your minus. That wouldn't or... be bad. Is there a range you're planning of fitting her in? I mean, we've currently got some good black-white planeswalkers, either mm-hmm. just white, just black, or we have we have Soren of both kinds. Is there a range? What do you mean? Oh, I'm just saying. Like, are you? Are, is there any particular deck you're like? Oh, I wish that this deck, black and white, had a nice planeswalker option or had uh, a nice. You know, they had something to compare to Chandra, so like a sweeper. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wish that Black White had something more along the lines of 
what do you call like 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 a Chandra basically you know something that can actually kill something because right now mm-hmm. you know we have the six mana Soren he's just too heavy he's never going to see any play I mean I'm playing right now but <laughs> but yeah. that's me okay. um, uh, some decks but you know like Soren's good in aggro or like yeah. creature based decks um, Gideon as well you know, Gideon's just an all around good card but we don't really have a good black white control type card and I think that's where Kaya should be able to fit in okay um, so you were talking about predictions a little bit. Do you want to talk about any other mechanics? Um, the one that I'm definitely most interested in is Rakdos, because we've traditionally seen something that has to do with Hellbent. You know, they're very big on discarding cards, having mm-hmm. no cards in your own hand. And that's not something that's huge in Frontier right now. We've got maybe a little bit that could work with that if it were a deck, but mm-hmm. no, nothing really existing right now. So you think it's going to be some kind of discard effect, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we what, we had Hellbent before, and that, I think that was very interesting. It was uh, where you had zero. Very and much that yeah. uh, maximum, you know, chaotic kind of. I mean, I would I would think. I mean, I could see. I mean, they're, they're going to have some kind of sacrifice effect. I believe. Okay. You know, it's always it's always been sacrifice something to do something, or or maybe like some random damage type effect. You know, just because they're in in the. What's what they're in indiscriminate i don't know is that the correct word like they they just like causing chaos yeah yeah now what i definitely think is interesting as far as storyline is that we've got rakdos and gruel are the good guys in this next set mm. that's uh that's, that's gonna be a little unusual yeah they don't tend to be the most um so their, their sets we've had previously they had hellbent they also had unleash which i think was a great mechanic it gave us some good early aggressive red black creatures um, it was pretty cool to give you, you know that choice all the time. Yeah, so it's some battle, some battle uh, focus mechanic most likely. Okay, is what they're gonna get. Um, any bold predictions for the other possible mechanics? Yeah, I mean, I think I've called the last time I called Kicker. I was pretty proud of that one. Maybe I'm gonna call Hellbent as a reprint. Oh, I yeah, guess we did I don't just know. Have sort I, of heck bent a bit ago, but maybe those will work well with this. Yeah, we did. We did get convoke back. I don't know. Maybe we could see if I, if any of them are going to be reprinted. Maybe the detain effect from mm. from Azorius, just because that, I don't. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I don't see a lot of what's what I'm looking for. I don't see a lot of what's what I'm looking for. The um, design space, like with blue white. You know, you, you either mm-hmm. have some kind of tap effect or some kind of bounce effect, or I don't know, some kind of exile effect, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit more difficult to work with them. Okay. All right. So anything else that you're thinking of looking forward to? Um, I mean, we can make it a pretty short episode today otherwise. Well, I mean, possible mechanics. I mean, just only other things I'd look forward to. Like I'm, I'm hoping White Black has some kind of, you know, tax effect that lets you pay life to do something. Uh, like, so like what know, they had previously. Is that what they I mean, they had the one where you like drain one. Whenever you yeah, play a spell, the X any black or white, yeah, extort any black or white and, spell. And, you can and what was to... before that? Um, what did they have in the previous set? Let me think about that real quick. Was that dissension um, or maybe guilds of Ravnica, or not guilds of Ravnica, Maybe that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I have no in, idea, but the other one. They were in guild pack. Let me think. Oh, they had haunt the previous time. Yeah, so I would totally be up for something. Like, they're all about paying money and paying taxes. You pay pay life or something, and you do something. I'd like to see that happen, I think, in, okay. in the next set. 
as, as for reprints, I mean, there were still some reprints that I kind of wanted. I wanted to hope for. I'm hoping we get like a dread four. <laughs> I feel like I've stopped even hoping for reprints at this point. Like, I don't think they're going to reprint the. I mean, I could see a couple. Like Dreadbore, I think would be great with yeah, all these, these uh, planeswalkers, we'll <laughs> um, or like a Vindication type. Yeah, reprint. some kind of effect like that. That's true. We haven't seen you know a black and white Vindicate style effect in a couple sets just because some of them have left. Um, we did just get that in green black, but I don't think we'll. Uh, I don't think that stops us from definitely seeing it. So that's something interesting. Is yeah, I mean, we we have seen some powerful multicolored spells in. Guilds of Ravnica, mm-hmm. and on top of that, we've seen the split cards, which we know we're going to see that cycle finish. So we're going to see, you know, a black white, a blue white split card, and I'm expecting those to really add some power to some certain decks. Mm-hmm. And, and did you want to talk a little bit about the the possible guild leaders for for each color? Sure. Maybe how so they... I don't know too much of the lore, but I'm definitely excited to see what they do with that. Um, blue black, or sorry, black so think, black so... red was Rakdos. Last yes, time. Rakdos. So th- they would. I'd assume and, they'd still have Rakdos around. I don't know that. They so he's he's gonna be a demon. He's gonna be a flyer and you know, something dealing with death, most yeah, likely. Yeah. Um. The blue white, sorry, black white's probably gonna be Tesa. I'm guessing. Hmm. As just the guild leader. Because yeah, the guild have leader. Some planeswalker as their. Uh... Yeah, like Kaya will be okay. the planeswalker, and then you know, hopefully, I, I would like to see Tesa like be decently priced and maybe make tokens when she comes into play like some spirits or something to do her bidding that would be sweet um green red i think we have um i assume well i guess it it, it it's Borbor, not definitely... is it Borbor Borbor Rigmos? yeah yeah um, it could be something like rurik thar instead but yeah Ooh, um i would like to see, see Rigmos again yeah, and i can I see totally him forgot. being you know, we'll have Domini caring about all the uh, important stuff, and he's just off smashing something. So that that would work yeah. well as a, uh, you know, how we we kind of have the two opposite sides of the guild. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, again, the possible for blue white is probably going to be Lavinia. Mm-hmm. I think of the tenth precinct or whatever was her name that taps stuff down when she comes into play. That that was her old version. And then, uh, well, I so I know that blue green. I'm kind of interested to see what kind of Merfolk they print because it's always been <laughs> sort of playable, um, you know, especially if we have stuff like Court of Calling and uh, what's we're looking for? Court, Court of Calling and uh, Collected Company in Frontier. Yes. I, I think they have a lot to gain from I from think that's something we didn't, we didn't talk about enough is blue-green has always had very good counters. They've always mm-hmm. been, you know, a counter mechanic. Like, you think of Simic and you think of growing things. So I'm hoping for some kind of good plus one, plus one counter theme. I'd love to see something that played well with the existing Hardened Scales deck. Uh, and that's where I'm really excited about the the cards there. Hadana's Climb as well is another card. So, I mean, maybe we can see a lot more blue, blue-green uh, Scales decks in the future. So there's mm-hmm. there's definitely going to be, I like, my, if, if you want to kind of wrap this up here, I think my my uh what's the word i'm looking for my predictions for this set is that yes we get better uh merfolk i think merfolk are going to be uh maybe tier two or or, or so uh okay. as far as uh you know that archetype is concerned i think just plain black white will get better as well i think we'll be able to see black white control hmm. uh I do doing like rather well control already um, um my prediction Wait, might be Atarka. I think that Atarka hasn't 
really gotten a new card in a while. You know, they've I, I want to say Soul's Card Mage is the last major change that's happened to the deck. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Risk Factor, but that's that's kind of minor or sideboard. Um, so I'm expecting a card that will actually see some play, and that's what I'm excited to see from this set. Okay, yeah. So I'm I'm also hoping, like I said, that Black Red maybe gets some kind of like good reanimate effect. We haven't seen any good reanimation in a while. True, you know, true. That's very true. I think the last might be well. I guess we have um, Eldest Reborn in Standard. We saw Liliana, so we've been seeing some reasonable five mana ones or slower yeah. five mana ones. But yeah, something that's um you know an aggressive black red reanimator would be very cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so I think that's probably what we're going to do for the show. This is a little bit of a shorter one. Um, and I think that's fine. We've got a mm-hmm. lot planned for next week. So we've got a big idea for our 50th episode. We're going to talk a little bit about the history of frontier. And I think that's an exciting thing we're going to do. So guys, uh, if there's anything you want to hear from us, make sure to tweet out to us at MTG frontier. MTGfrontier.net is our website. It's probably the best place to read any articles, see our podcast there. And we're MTG underscore frontier on Instagram. Yeah, and my name is Ryan Schwenk. Again, uh, you can find me on my website at www.thejapanhobbyist.com. And you can find me on Twitter at YoSchwenke. All right. Well, thank you so much. This was fun. I'm uh, looking forward to the set. Now I've got a few ideas running through my head once I can start building decks that have those Shocklands in it. Um, yeah. But for everyone out there, we love to hear from you. We look forward to being your go-to source for Frontier information online. Your Final Frontier, signing off. Yeah.